What up, what up? Welcome to The Cast of Color, a show where diverse creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. I am joined by the boys, Gerardo Molina, and Hello. good friend and longtime supporter, the boy, Alex Benjamin. What's happening, man? Yo, yo, you really, yo, yo. You really nailed that intro, John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wasn't that just smooth right off the tongue? Thank you very like much, Gerardo. We do what we can. Uh, so no Joe this episode. The boy is out and about handling his biz. So uh, Gerardo is going to do the entertainment updates this week. And yeah, this show sure. is really dope because... Mortal Kombat just dropped. That's the movie we're reviewing. The annual UCLA diversity report just dropped. So I'm going to go over that as well. And uh, yeah, we got the boy Alex in the building. So we're going to get his perspective on all these things. A lot going on in the world with entertainment, diversity report subjects, and all that shit. So without any further ado, Gerardo, what's the deal with entertainment, my guy? Yeah, so uh, this week, right after... Falcon and Winter Soldier ended. We got a uh, hey. Captain America 4 announcement. No time wasted. Ooh. Yeah, literally same day. <laughs> so what do you guys... Uh, Well, I, I guess we can't really go into spoilers on this. I, I guess that's all we can say for now. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> for, I know. For now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But uh, we'll probably talk about that on our mini-sode this week. Oh, on our mini-sode, we got to talk about the finale of finale. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're going to go yeah, in I haven't seen episode. it. I haven't seen it yet. I got to watch it. Oh, yeah, watch up, yeah, oh, that's good. That's good then that yeah. we didn't talk about Captain America. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so we also this week uh, we found out when the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is going to be in the MCU timeline. It's going to hey. be between Thor: Love and Thunder and Guardians of the Galaxy Four. So nice. yeah, you guys asked earlier what uh, the holiday special deal is all about. So right just for the listeners. Uh, back in the late 70s, early 80s, George Lucas made a Star Wars uh, holiday special. That's where we get Life Day from and everything, which is like just accepted as Star Wars stuff now, you know? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think it was either, I think it was celebrating the Ewoks. I think that you, was it the Ewoks or the, no, it was Chewbacca's tradition, I think, Life Day. I don't know, I haven't seen it in a while, but. He really uh, enjoyed that. Uh, James Gunn really enjoyed that when he was younger. I saw he does a lot of Q and A's on Instagram, so it's really interesting because he'll just That's straight cool. up answer shit. Yeah. Someone was like, um, "Is it going to be like terrible, like the Star Wars one, or is it going to be like terrible, like?" Or, or and uh, all James Gunn said was, uh, "I'm a really big fan of the of the Star Wars one, and I like it unironically because I saw it as a child." And I was like, "Oh yeah, so this is going to be cheesy, but like James right. Gunn is really good at that, you know?" Yeah, everyone's going to watch it. Like it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it'll yeah. probably just drop on like Disney Plus, like as a little holiday thing. It'll be. I can totally cool. see it. Yeah, like a what twenty thirty minute holiday special on Disney Plus. Yeah. That'll and, yeah, and it's smart. You know, it's like uh, you can make it. You know, like kids they love Marvel now. You can make a little tradition, just like you know, back in the day we used to watch Frosty the Snowman and all that shit. Absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah, that can become part of the the holiday the holiday list. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, yeah. It'll be in the yeah, it'll be in the. Yeah, it could work its way into that because I mean the rotation. They're always adding movies on there, like Elf. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, Elf adding, I'm guessing over. it's like the the whole cast of Guardians and uh, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. I don't know. It's it's a, it's with a, them, it's, right? It said it's in between Thor and Guardians Four, so Thor might already not be with the Guardians. Oh, okay, might yeah. be just. I, th I think it's coming out after Thor as well, so we'll f we'll find out how they get separated. I think I don't know. Yeah, so we we found that out this week. We go, also. Go found out that all the spider-man movies uh can finally come to disney plus 
need that long overdue mm. yeah because uh they have like a deal with marvel i think like the whole i mean uh sony marvel has a deal sony, with netflix yeah. uh yeah sony has a deal with netflix i guess that messed up the whole putting certain spider-man movies like the tommy mcguire ones and andrew garfield ones on uh disney plus it messed that whole thing up but i think yeah. uh with this deal from from if i if i'm remembering correct correctly they're gonna be able to put all the toby movies on disney plus the spider-man 3 about to blow up <laughs> dude spider-man 3 is one see i liked spider-man 3 because i saw it when i was really really young so really young yeah i think i was like 10 years old or like 11 years old when spider-man 3 came out yeah i was about a freshman in high school when spider-man 3 came out and yeah i was pretty critical of it at the time <laughs> yeah. well yeah see exactly but yeah i i still uh, i was i was in that man. sweet spot where all the star wars prequels and all the spider-man yeah. movies and everything were just like all like <laughs> i was young enough to like just enjoy all of that yeah but yeah. i mean evil evil peter parker man classic Oh, classic. Like, come on. He's he's so cool. <laughs> but well, see, my thing about the movie is people always hate on it, but I'm like, if Peter Parker had an evil symbiote that made him think that he was cool, that universe is Peter Parker. That's what his idea of cool is. Like, that's Absolutely. fine. It's not actually cool, but it's his idea of cool. It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I don't think people yeah, people didn't fully understand the, the symbiosis aspect of it and how it really changes yeah they just yeah. saw why is he dancing why is he acting like that like, there's people a reason would, yeah i feel like people would have taken it less seriously if toby was just super dark and evil when he had the symbiote <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> that dancing is hilarious that, I can't i'm actually kind of curious to see it again i don't re i don't remember not liking it i just mm -hmm. know that the feedback of it was bad yeah 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 the feedback yeah. of it yeah exactly i mean when I was little, I liked uh, Attack of the Clones and um, yeah, I, I loved all the prequels. Right, yeah, those yeah. were the first ones I watched. Actually, Ex exactly. Yeah. I'm more well, I'm more right. attached to Anakin than I am mm -hmm. to Luke. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Because we grew up with that man. We grew yeah. up playing lightsabers with young Obi Wan, Obi -Wan and Anakin. Yeah. Obi -Wan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm I'm a huge like I've always been a huge Hayden Christensen fan. Honestly, even though people hate on him, like yeah, I, I love him. Oh my Anakin. god, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's That's like he did boy. he did his job in. You know, it's like, and George Lucas, like, he's he's one of those rare directors that literally says, "This is made for children." I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. Like, he literally just said, "It's yeah. like he's like, well, these are kids' movies, so." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but even Way then, like, know. um, now that I'm older, like, you know, I I don't mind the politics stuff in Star Wars. It's some of the most yeah. interesting stuff of like the if you watch the Clone Wars TV show, it's some of the most interesting stuff. The politics in it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's so cool. much. There's so much depth in the the Clone Wars series. There's so yeah. many seasons. Like I'm like just halfway through the first season. Oh, but dude! It's just like it's crazy, dude. I've been binging it like for the past couple of months. Like, yeah. I'm, well, not really binging it <laughs> a couple months, but I'm on season uh, six. I worked my oh, way shit. up from season one, and it, it gets really like around season three or four. Like everything kind of starts like, oh shit! It starts getting just darker and darker, and because uh, you know it's it's headed towards episode three, which is like right. that's what I always liked about the Star Wars prequels too, more more so than the original trilogy is that it's just like way more tragic it's just you're watching like the prequels happen or the clone wars happen and like uh yeah. you're like oh no this is just gonna go all bad oh yeah it's hard to remain it's just gonna turn evil yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but but that's cool i think you know it's just so dark and like ah it's so and you just love adding it and it's just like you're like yeah he's gonna be evil no and <laughs> when you watch clone wars you just like see his relationship with obi-wan and it gets even sadder you know yeah. well you're like you you want it to change but you know it's not going to yeah it's it's so sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, that was a that was a nice little tangent about Star Wars. <laughs> oh, absolutely need that. So you want to move on to the diversity report? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, and one more thing for entertainment. We mentioned Ooh. earlier, Gerardo, Amelia Clark is joining the MCU. Oh yeah, and she is going to be she's signing on as as um girl queen or is that speculation i want to say it's uh i want to say it's confirmed but i'm looking forward to to seeing her in the mcu Uh, that's that's gonna be really cool so yeah she's confirmed for what is what show is it? oh so a secret secret invasion secret Secret invasion yeah Yeah, with samuel jackson and uh monica rambo maybe yeah yeah okay so that's pretty cool we'll we'll see what's up i love her acting yeah Oh, wait, I thought you meant Monica Rambeau. <laughs> Amelia Clark, yeah, Amelia Clark is great. Yeah, Amelia Clark, Amelia Clark, yes. Um, we're cool. Yeah, that's all for, for entertainment. Uh, moving into the diversity report, which is really cool this week because the actual annual diversity report published by UCLA every year was released on Thursday. So a lot of places are you know, doing articles based off this report. So it's cool as fuck. They just give you the numbers and I have a few of them here. So this this year's diversity report, again, is broken into two sections. Uh, part one is film, part two is TV, and the report is titled Pandemic in Progress this year. And uh, yeah, man, some of the, the highlights from that, particularly with streaming, because obviously with 2020, most of the big movies were dropped over streaming services so 54.6 of the top films of 2020 were released solely via streaming subscriptions just breaking down some of these these numbers from the report some highlights four out of ten lead actors in film are people of color only four out of ten film writers 74.1 percent are white 13.5 are black and it gets a lot more granular from there but um oscar winners which is pretty cool they did some numbers on oscar winners and Currently, 70% of lead actors are male and only 30% lead actors are female. And that's for Oscar winners. The U.S. population itself, 59.7% is white, 40.3% are minority. And from there, the report gets more granular. So listeners, tap into that report. UCLA publishes it every year. There are a lot of numbers, a lot of specifics from the pandemic with streaming. So it's it's really cool information. And this information is on our Instagram page. We have quite a few little slides on our post so you can scroll through and, and get all these numbers. But yeah, that's it for the, the actual diversity report. But also I wanted to talk about some pretty big news, which is the Derek Chauvin trial. Well, he, he's been found guilty. Derek yeah, Chauvin, yeah, the officer, former officer. Charges, right? What's that? On uh, three different charges. Yes, yes, three different charges. I, I, it was, it was surprising, but the if you kept up with the case like I did, everything seemed cut and dry. But yeah. until I hear the verdict, I mean, you never, you never ever give your hopes up, especially with law enforcement. So, yeah, um, yeah you're right though. He was found guilty on all three charges: second degree unintentional murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. His bail yeah. was revoked, and sentencing is going to be in about eight weeks. So that was you imagine he the evidence had to be so overwhelming that they charged him with all three charges yes. like in his not only that but like his his supervisors and stuff actually testified against him right isn't that so crazy that the evidence had to be that overwhelming yeah it, it, it had to be that that's true man it's like everyone is saying you know justice has been served i'm like oh, I, I i mean i'm like that's what should happen but you're right it has to be airtight there have to yeah. be no holes there has to be video proof. There have to well, be. I always talk about. Uh, I always talk about uh, 
like I hope that they stick appropriate charges on him so they do get charged. And this is a really good case of that, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. That yeah. They, they didn't overcharge him with one of the charges or something to, to null and void it. You know, like they right. they charged it all up. Because that's, that's the thing with, uh you know, when stuff pops up on social media, I think is people call for the charges to be a little maybe maybe too too much compared to the evidence that that we can the concrete evidence that we have right uh, it, you know in, in social media we always have a that people always push to to have the charges a little bit more and they're signing petitions and shit and i'm like sometimes right. I, I just hope that they get charged appropriately so justice can be served you know and, and this is a good case of that where i think uh the charges i'm, I'm glad that they stuck <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, and it's, it's, I think a lot of it too, obviously, is the anger and emotional response. But yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times the charges are too severe and they're, and it's not going to hold up compared it fucks to the, the whole evidence. thing up, you know? Yeah. It's like compared to the evidence that we actually have. Right. So, and then it's, right. it's a cop. So they're going to, they're doing everything they can to not get him convicted. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. time they were, they were like, oh, he's, he's, there's, fuck. Fuck this guy, <laughs> there's like five videos. Nah. <laughs> oh, there's, there was overwhelming, ev- not just the evidence, but man, the testimonies by people who are also in law enforcement. So it, yeah, it, it was pretty, pretty overwhelming. And uh, I'm, I'm sure it, it's, then, uh, uh, can we talk about the tone deaf, the tone deaf responses real quick to it? Oh yeah. Some of the tone <laughs> deaf responses. Talk about some Nancy Pelosi with her think, what is it? Thank you for sacrificing your life for <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Nancy boy. Pelosi, but thank you for sacrificing oh, your life. And it's, Things like that, or the Raiders posting. Oh, I can what, breathe. I can over 20, breathe. Right, they posted, <laughs> posted the date and then said, I can breathe. The Las Vegas Raiders it's of the so NFL. And let it have its moment. Don't be so quick. I, people are just so quick to start talking about it and everything, which I get. It's important to address. But there's so much more to, there's so much reform that needs to be done. So it's... It's a step in the right direction. I will say that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Four, bro, 420, 420, <laughs> Of all days, dude, was like, come on, bro. Like, that's just so. And it's like, I, is this I think a 420 about, thing? Like, bro, I, I think, I know <laughs> when people look back on it years from now, they're like, is that a 420 thing? And that's so funny. Like the part, the asshole at marketing who thought of that idea. Well, and it's like, what it. rich white kid did they get to, to run their marketing department? Bro, you know what I mean? I'm like, no, kid. I can't no. breathe. Because <laughs> you know when they're posting it, they're like, oh, this is this is the shit. This is this <laughs> That's post what I'm right saying. Like, this post. Oh, this is fire. Like, it's like, I'm so clever. Racism, <laughs> racism, it was over. It ended on 4 20 Mark this day, guys. Racism is over. Pack it up, boys. <laughs> yeah that was that was the the Derek Chauvin case so that's that's that pretty seal yeah that's that's that and uh ending the diversity report RuPaul's Drag Race the winner was announced I kept up with this entire season the wife and I uh, the <laughs> winner Simone I don't know if you gentlemen any of you guys watch RuPaul's Drag Race I do not <laughs> drag is uh yes drag is only getting bigger it's spreading its its wings to European places, Asian countries. It's it's really getting far. So um, it's really yeah. really popular. Yeah, oh my like gosh! It, it, really, it like yeah, boomed really like in the past couple of years. I think. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, man. It, it it's I I find during like 2010 to 2020 that was you know really an explosion for the the LGBT community and. Well, that's when uh, but, Queer Eye came back on Netflix. Yeah, man. Yeah, Queer yeah. Eye was rebooted, and um, one of the original Queer Eye 
cast members. He's a judge. He's a consistent judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. And nice. yeah, yeah, I watched the entire season. What's so funny about RuPaul's Drag Race is the different things they have to do. I love watching them have to improv, having <laughs> to do stand-up comedy, having to fashion their own clothes. And it, it takes a lot of a lot of skill and a lot of guts. And a lot of times some of these queens will bomb. They'll bomb the comedy. They'll bomb the improv. And that shit is hilarious. To watch. <laughs> <laughs> but they also do very well. And, you know, the message they promote is cool. So uh, Simone was announced the winner for RuPaul's Drag Race. And yeah, that is it for the the diversity report. Uh, so... Real quick on, quick on that the oh, diversity yeah. report. More, I guess, the UCLA uh, report. Are either of you surprised at all at any of the uh, statistics that have come up? I, I, I would mean, we, say we've, we've the... been looking at them like I think over the past year, like you, mm-hmm. you you look at them every every few months and it's been it's been going on the rise. So at this point, it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's it's cool. It's been steadily rising. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's a little interesting with the uh, the streaming thing. Like it's definitely not going to be streaming like uh, streaming's already like starting to take a backseat to theaters again like uh mm-hmm. so uh but this year we do got some really good things coming out in theaters with like a lot of like uh like we got in the heights that's gonna come out that's gonna be some cool big musical number yeah I, i'd say the one thing i was surprised alex is just the amount of film writers who are still overwhelmingly white because gerardo is right there are, each year when we go over these numbers there is consistent progress in diversity. So seeing that 74.1% for film writers who are white, I'm just like, fuck, that seems like such a large number. That just, I feel like that controls a majority of the stories being told. You know what I mean? So if I were to say I was surprised by one thing, it is that, but especially in 2020, I think we just were seeing so many more women behind the camera. We're seeing an intentional, I'm noticing an intentional effort from Hollywood to get more women behind the cameras and in front of the cameras. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah. A lot of stuff that should be from like a woman's perspective is actually being from a woman's perspective now, which is yeah. cool. And it should be, yeah. it, it should absolutely be that way. So, but yeah, man, I, I love this report. And like Gerardo said, every, every year we see the growth, but um, yeah. I mean, I think that's the, the whole thing is like all the people who complain about it, they don't understand that if, if they've been implementing things for the last 108 years, like they're supposed to, even the last 60 or 50 with diversity and equality and whatever, it wouldn't be so, uh, it wouldn't be so many people calling for a chance or calling mm-hmm. for more diversity and more inclusivity. It would be Absolutely. a normal thing. It just seems overwhelming because it's like you have the generations coming up and we have to speak out against this or else nothing's going to happen. And it's going right. to stay the same. They'll make a crazy rich Asians and then they'll fucking just like okay we gave you something okay bye and then that's it right absolutely yeah, I, man. I, I think i think it's just like a lot of a it's a generational thing too just because yeah. the past couple of generations of like you know brown people black people they don't go to school to be writers <laughs> they don't go to you know mm-hmm. they right they don't, they don't really go to school to do a lot of art stuff but we're seeing a rise in that now because like you know parents are setting up a foundation now and everything and, you know we're seeing a rise in it but absolutely historically like you know that's been more of a uh place of those people came from a place of privilege <laughs> a lot of the writers and everything you know right right but when we're, when we're thinking about the backgrounds yeah but yeah. um i you know uh i will say though that that's just 
the report also just just says like Hollywood stuff specifically, but like online, we have like so many creators that you know, like I said, it's generational. So with this generation, like we're able to do a lot of stuff on our own at home, mm-hmm. post it online, and the report is only pertaining to like big screen stuff, but yeah, film, a lot yeah. of the popular stuff yeah. um, on the internet, like YouTube stuff, you know, like anything posted on any video hosting sites, Instagram, everything. A lot of we there there is a lot of representation in, in that which I think is really cool you know because it's yeah, yeah, controlled yeah. by something bigger. It was people of color who made basically influencer thing blow up mm-hmm. in general, right? Yeah. Like the YouTubes and Vines and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, straight yeah, up. I mean, I mean, back in the day, um, like one of the biggest YouTubers when YouTube barely started was Nigahiga. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? No, his last name is 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 Niga. Is Ryan Niga? Okay. <laughs> uh, that, that classic. He's the one that did the how to be how to be gangster. I think like really old old school YouTube. Yeah. 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 That old school um, YouTube. That's hilarious. I feel like that that old school YouTube went to like Vine for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm and then gonna, that shut down. After Vine shut down. <laughs> yeah. I'd say the new. Uh, type of vine is tiktok that's short form oh, video right. that, yeah, yeah man yeah tiktok's a little uh, yeah i i, I like vine because they were six seconds so the quality had to be good and with tiktoks it's like some of them are like a minute long but they feel way longer than a minute oh my gosh and it's not worth it you watch the whole <laughs> yeah. thing and it's like oh my <laughs> gosh was that not worth it but um <laughs> yeah man and alex since we did have you before we move on to the movie yeah. review uh yeah. you know with this you know you being we, we talked about earlier you know being mixed and things Mm -hmm. like that so um you being african-american and asian-american recently of course we've seen this explosion of awareness towards the asian-american community and pacific islander community and uh you know with stop asian hate and all that and i feel like so many of these problems have been happening before and now finally being brought to light so just because you know we have you on the show briefly just wanted to hear how you feel uh, specifically about people's reception to to this, because I feel like you know, of course, it was no coincidence that in 2020, the person we had leading our country was given some pretty, <clears throat> pretty negative and derogatory rhetoric towards Asian Americans. That uh, obviously didn't help the situation we were in. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> bro, straight up the fucking China virus. You know what I mean? It, it, but that's that's the whole thing, though, right? Is is for one, fuck politics. For one, mm-hmm. politicians, they, they it's marketing. Like you're catering to your base of people who think you're going to keep you getting you elected so you can keep making money. Straight up. Um, but with him, words have power. And as much as I would say, I, I say I hear it more from people who are, I guess, considered to the right. When celebrities speak out against something, they're like, oh, shut up and like just make nibbles or, or make movies. And then like LeBron's like, shut up and dribble, like stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. Like they don't understand that the media does have a lot of influence because they themselves are being influenced by the media telling them to hate the other type of media that doesn't agree with them so mm-hmm. that doesn't quite make sense to me and then you have a person as president who people basically worship i mean they have a whole like conspiracy theory group and uh cult uh, supporting him and calling him like the savior of, of the world my god and, and he's calling yeah. it the, the china virus what do you think is going to happen discrimination mm-hmm. against asians has always been there yes this many attacks on older Asian community has not. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, and maybe it hasn't, I'm, I'm just missing it. I just didn't see it, but like I've, I've seen myself, I've seen my mom worked in the mall mm-hmm. and I worked there too. And 
uh, obviously people wouldn't know that I was her son, mm-hmm. but you would just have people being uh, racist or mean or things like that just in the mall. And then I, I can't tell you how many, how many fights I almost got into with people oh because I was, I was there. Wow. But, um, and, and that's kind of the thing is that people just don't think about it. And yeah. I, I feel like it's something that when you start bringing stuff to the surface, because there's so much going on right now, people just start to complain because they want to, everyone has their own problems. And so they want to believe that their problems are more important or, oh, they don't see it. So it's not happening. I mean, it's like, you know, the almost 600,000 deaths that we've had with COVID is that you have people acting like nothing's happening because in their personal life, nothing has happened. It hasn't as far as like they haven't lost anyone. Yeah. It hasn't touched uh, them. Yeah. 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 And I mean, so, even yeah. even to to your point, but I think about some of the things I said about not growing up around mm-hmm. many Asian neighbors or Asian families, some of the things that we would say. And oh, yeah. it's like, yeah, you're just you're not woke at the time. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's pretty, the things you say as a kid that you were taught was yeah. OK to say about the Asian yeah. community. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I used to get away with saying that shit. I mean, and, all the racist shit we used to say as kids. Oh, yeah. About every oh, we used to, and, like, I think we've made strides. We've yeah. made strides we have made strides with that because we and, just every every single ethnicity. When I, was in, when I was in middle school, there was a fucking black versus uh, Mexican like race war. <laughs> straight <laughs> up yeah God. those were the times black versus I mean, brown yeah. and it's like, i mean in my in my school it was literally like the um, american-born mexicans mm-hmm. versus the immigrant mexicans and it wow. was like thinking about it later i'm like it was so fucked up yeah. because yeah. all of these dudes who were american were like middle class like they had money and all the dudes who were immigrants were super poor and like mm-hmm. they come from like harder communities and things like Straight that. Straight up, man. Yeah. I was just like, man, that's so fucked up. And then they didn't speak English as well. And like, and it, they just, they're just fucking bullies to them, man. The whole school, like it wasn't just, I shouldn't yeah. say it was just the Mexican Americans. It was literally the whole school is everyone yeah. versus yeah. The, the Mexican immigrants. Damn. And it was just completely fucked up. And the problem is the mindset is still there where I'm, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's so fucking backward there, to mm-hmm. be honest. And that's just Northern California or Central Valley or whatever. Yeah. Like these dudes are still talking about just talking. Like none of these dudes are voter shit. They're just fucking trolls. Yeah. But that's kind of like all the dudes I grew up with back home, like they'll just, they'll, they'll post shit and they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, I called out, reactions yeah. out of people. I called out a friend because he kept sending me this conspiracy theory shit. Oh. And I'm just like, bro, bro you don't stop. send that. His I had to stop talking to a few people because right. of that. Like, they'll send me like Tom Hanks is a pedophile that eats babies. Like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> stop. One, one of my closest Marine brothers. Yeah. We don't even, bro, ain't coming to my wedding, bro. We don't yeah. talk, and it's like it sucks because you're. I, I can't sign off on this bullshit. And you're texting yeah. me like, read this. I don't want to read this, man. It's bullshit. Well, that's the thing is, we don't care about. I personally don't care about your political beliefs. I do care about who you are as a person, though. I care sure. about your morality yeah. and, and what you stand for. So if you're sitting here calling it the Kung Flu as our grandmothers and our mothers and our brothers and sisters are being beaten in the streets because people are blaming them for this virus, mm-hmm. then you're not a friend of mine. And you're not someone I want to be associated with. Anyway, so, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm okay with kind of, I like, I don't forgive you. Like when this stuff is over, COVID's over, like all these people, I still didn't forget what you did with the toilet paper. Like I didn't forget any of that stuff. <laughs> people like, got just real kind of, bold after everything <laughs> went online and they didn't have to yeah, see when it came when you have to be face to face. Like people are real brave, man. <laughs> but when it's face to face, man, they ain't going to say that shit. Yeah. Like, oh, Alex is about that life. No, Alex is about that. <laughs> well, my friend, like I, I call him, I was like, Hey man, 
this i don't agree with you like i don't support trump like it's not that he's republican it's that he's a fucking elitist racist bigot. yeah man and Absolutely. like so for for that and he's an opportunity he, he just he's just a narcissist he doesn't have like a conscious like he just he's just that guy yeah um and i was like i just don't i don't agree with it i was like stop sending this stuff i was like i love you man but like this i don't want you to think you're not important that your opinion doesn't matter but this is just it's just dumb yeah he's like oh my bad he's like i just read the titles i just read stuff and i just send it oh like, i was like you don't even read the article he's like nah oh, but that's what it is that's yeah. the whole thing that's no one fucking reads anything but um i'm yeah. just like okay cool like yeah uh, well. nah, i just like i'm not gonna talk to you yeah it's some of these are are worth worth getting cut off man and that's what happened in this past year so uh it's unfortunate but fuck it they're not people we need in our circle that's that's just Mm -hmm. the reality that's what we live in now that's why i'd say like this stuff is is good too because you kind of you saw what people absolutely and that's why we needed that's why we needed somebody like trump because i never i thought we were past we did unfortunately i I thought we were past a lot of that i gave us a lot of credit as far as a community americans i gave us a lot of credit and then that happened and people always like no they'd always ride with us they completely yeah. uh, went the other way with it so yeah um, i don't know about you guys but i was fortunate enough to grow up with like a very diverse group of friends is yeah. as ignorant as they are we're super diverse like yeah. everyone of every race like we all got along we all had each other's backs no matter how right. different we were right and they're ignorant as fuck right now they grew up they never left yeah so it's kind of like i'm still friends with i'm really good friend i have a, one of my best friends is still is still there and i talk to him all the time like other people are just, I don't know. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know why. Okay. Here's the thing is like, if I'm as an Asian man and an African American man, if I'm telling you as your friend, like, Hey, this is hurting me. Why can't you just be like, okay, cool, man. Like I have your back. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be? No, it's not. It's not. Right. It's, you're wrong. Why do it's you like, have I'm to telling be? You. Yeah. You have to be so prideful and <laughs> yeah. that you have to just completely deny what I'm feeling and not right. validate it and say, no, what I believe is more important than what you're feeling. But imagine, and, imagine mm-hmm. everyone admits that they're wrong about the past four years or about Trump or whatever. Imagine if they're wrong. Imagine the stuff that they would have to admit to. They're not going to want to admit to that. Yeah, so they're going like, to like- It's too much. It's snowballed yet. Yeah, it's too much because they right. realize how much of a monster they are. So they have to quadruple down and justify it. Yeah. Or they'll still figure out what type of person they are and they don't want to see that right right or when everything comes back they're just gonna act like nothing happened exactly <laughs> I already i already know a lot of people that after after trump lost like they just acted like nothing like right it's just so weird it was like the last four years never happened they're like oh well back to no- it's, it's like like yeah yeah like, literally in one second they turned into like what they were before trump Bro, weird. people thought the world was going to end if he were not reelected, and then he wasn't and then the world keeps fucking spinning that's what happens <laughs> the world keeps fucking spinning the same way when he was elected world keeps fucking spinning so yeah. and i gotta forget those assholes um yeah. <laughs> we yeah, d- d- you're not you're not forgiven <laughs> you're not forgiven <laughs> uh we see where you stand as far as your morals and uh with that being said Gerardo, you know we're gonna head into listeners this is our this is it this is the section we all look forward to every week this is the weekly movie review section and this week it is Warner Brothers Mortal Kombat. Yeah. We we heard the theme song and, and some of the fight <laughs> scenes, you know what I'm saying? So uh yeah, it's available in theaters, select theaters, and HBO Max. Yeah, definitely well, I, I recommend it in theaters. Absolutely recommended in theaters. So uh without any further ado, Gerardo, what's the deal with Mortal Kombat? Okay, so Mortal Kombat. Uh we'll just we're gonna we're gonna go right easy breezy through this review gonna hit some plot points and then we'll probably just talk character by character so 
uh, I don't know if you guys are fans of the '90s one. I always, uh, I like the '90s one because. Oh yeah, hell yeah, bro! Sure. Just another Hard, one. Sure. Yeah. Hard not to compare yep. to just the characters and everything because it's it's a good reference. You know what I mean? Yeah, so man. yeah, and I ain't I mean, gonna watch it again, yeah. but I was a fan. <laughs> the '90s yeah. one, like it, you know, it, it some stuff was faithful, but a lot of it was scared to do. Back then, a lot of stuff was scared to do what the video games were doing, but nowadays, uh, it's like fucking direct video game to big screen like it's so crazy how um how good of an adaption this was so we'll just mm-hmm. start off from the beginning of the story here we open up in uh it's probably feudal japan right <laughs> i think it's yes yeah yeah, yeah it's feudal it feudal japan yes yeah, I, I know in the past it's been feudal japan i i missed the, what the date was on the bottom so i didn't want to assume it's like 18 something it, it was it was 16 something. 17 Oh, 1617. Uh, yeah. We're in, we're in feudal Japan and we're uh, with Hanzo Hash, Hashari, Hashari. The boy. I always forget his last name. But <laughs> He's in a lot of shit though, man. He's in, yeah. he's in Endgame and the Wolverine. Dude, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's a big, big star. Yeah, he's like a fucking legend when it comes to like doing all the all the fight scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, So he's, uh, he's Hanzo, which is Scorpion before he's Scorpion in the lore. We get uh, one of the things that's always in the lore. It's really cool that we finally saw it on screen because usually we just see it in the little in the Mortal Kombat games. There's like little vignettes where like you just see like the pictures of stuff happening. But and we actually saw Sub Zero kill Scorpion's family in this. It was really brutal. It was really cool. Yeah, it was brutal, man. That shit was no joke. Then then we get into the first fight scene, which I thought was pretty cool with uh um scorpion versus sub-zero and yeah man like anything with them two is always great i thought it was interesting that sub-zero was so strong in this because he's the original uh, in the original game he's like the last boss like he's the, or uh, he's the boss before shao Kahn or gore or shang sung i think he's one of the harder people to kill basically there's, yeah there's a meme from malcolm in the middle where uh <laughs> hal from Malcolm in the Middle, he's like, no one beats Sub Zero, because <laughs> <laughs> I think Reese was like, I almost beat Sub Zero. He's like, no one beats Sub Zero, because <laughs> man, and that's Sub-Zero very much was, how it was. He was yeah. built yeah. up in this movie. What did you guys think of that villain. first fight scene? Like that first, I thought, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like we saw the, the yeah, it was dope. Like especially <laughs> from the uh, yeah, when when uh, Hanzo uh, tied his wife's kind of gardening tool to a, a rope and yeah. Uh, yeah. fucked up those other dudes around his so house. Dope. That was that was sick. Yeah, the one on one fight was was great. I felt like it's it was very like grappling heavy, which mm-hmm. was dope. You definitely see the uh, the different styles kind of working in there. With yeah. the, and then you rarely utilizing the danger of that weapon. Uh, and I'm glad that they they both got sliced up because if you're fine with like a knife type tool, you're gonna get fucking sliced. Right, up. they really like get sliced up. Yeah. yeah, like it doesn't matter if you win or lose, you're gonna get some slices. Yeah, um, so- but no, the grappling was dope. Yeah, so then we see. Uh- sub-zero kill scorpion which always happens really cool you know he's got to go to hell real quick um gotta do and then we get mm, yeah the weird part we get the weird part of the story where we're introduced to so so uh so so scorpion had a baby that survived the whole attack from sub-zero raiden comes down from um the heavens <laughs> to <Raiden> uh, heaven. <laughs> he takes the baby so hanzo's bloodline continues because apparently there's a fucking prophecy that says that uh, Scorpion's bloodline is what's going to save everyone from. It's going to save the world from losing Mortal Kombat. Which it, it's 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 uh, that it part been- itself. The baby. I was just okay. Who's the baby? Because later on, the the baby, the yeah. baby is uh, 
baby's never. I mean, they, the, the well, baby's purpose well, the, is to pass down the bloodline, right? right? Yeah, yeah. He's no one. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, the baby's no they one. They never. They never go back to it. All right. Don't worry. We don't, about know, we don't know what Raiden did with that baby. So we're introduced <laughs> to a new character who's just <laughs> who's just a um washed up MMA fighter. What's his name? Um, Cole Young. Cole Young. Uh, Lewis Tan. Oh, yeah. Lewis Tan's his real name, but Cole Young. Cole Young is oh, his Cole. character. Yeah. Name. Cole Young. Yeah. We're introduced to him, washed up MMA fighter. He has a wife and kids, which is such a weird intro. It didn't even look like his wife and kids at Bro, first. Bro, I thought that was his little sister. <laughs> I, 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 my wife was like, Is that his kid? I was like, uh, They never specify. You know what? Since I have a daughter, at one point, I, just, yeah. I don't know. It just would have. She said, she said, Dad. So, like, yeah, she said, she, she did said, eventually yeah, say she said, Dad. Eventually, she said, Dad. But you but don't it, know at first. Yeah. Got in the was, initial scene, yeah. it seems like she's more of the fucking her corner man, the dude's corner man, than her daughter, than his daughter. I'm sorry, it was just yeah. yeah his daughter was kind of old, like right. That's what I'm saying, bro. I was like, yeah, okay, maybe he, he just was, looks young, but like, <laughs> like I'm like, that's yeah. your kid. You look like young. that looks like your little sister, bro. I mean, I just, <laughs> I just assume like he he got married and had a kid like super young. That's Dude, just I, I was doing the math. Yeah. I was like, okay, she she if she's 13, 14, that means he had a kid when he was twenty. So maybe he's like thirty three now or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. Yeah. Sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sense, <laughs> I'm like, I had to do that because yeah. he looks so young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. So they did the, you know, he's a washed up fighter. Uh, he has this. Mortal Kombat logo <laughs> as a tattoo, <laughs> like as a like birthmark type thing. Yeah, it's um, the mark. And we were introduced to Jax and Sonya at this point, who are trying to recruit all the people with that mark. Um, Earth's champion. Sonya doesn't have a mark. Uh, Jax does. Jax has his arms. Jax was cool. I like. I like. Uh, I like Jax. What you guys think about Jax in this compared to the game and, and everything? I, I like Jax. I like seeing his entire origin story of how he lost his arms and again, tiny arms of, tiny arms yeah, Jax. yeah. <laughs> tiny arm jacks is the was the best yeah tiny <laughs> arm jacks and it, it's cool how you have to find your akana and yeah. how he kind of you have to build into that and i enjoyed that aspect of it but jacks that actor i think he's a solid actor mm-hmm. um i think he got fucking huge for this role i've seen him in other things and yeah he's in supergirl yeah, he's in Supergirl. He's in yeah. he got True fucking Blood. He was huge. Yeah, yeah, he definitely bulked up. Yeah, sure. he was fucking huge, bro. And yeah. he, yeah, solid actor. He fights Sub Zero. It was really cool. That yeah, was dope. Fought, I liked. Yeah. yeah. And I then for everyone, this is a lot of spoilers in this. By the way, do you? Guys oh, what? Oh, oh, no, we yeah, we, we're, 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 we're spoiling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, there's a there's. I loved how he lost his arms in this. I'm not sure like how he actually loses them in the game. I don't remember. It maybe changes. Yeah, Probably, yeah, I don't first. remember either, but it was it was someone from Outworld. I don't think it was Sub Zero, but yeah, I mean but the way they did it was see, dope. Yeah, like, it was we, dope, man. It's a, a Sub Zero fatality, I think, that he does usually. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucked him up. But yeah, I enjoyed Jack's the the whole. I did six tours, motherfucker. I was like, yeah, but then later you found out, you know, these special <laughs> well, forces. I'm yeah. like, well, like six tours don't match up to these superpowers, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like this movie, like I mentioned before, before we did the review today, uh, I mentioned that uh okay I'll, I'll i'll just i'll just keep going forward real quick <laughs> we um we're uh introduced to jack sonia we're introduced to kano a little bit after that and we'll get a little bit more in depth with kano oh yeah have to. um and basically at this point we're, we're finding out that uh shang sung who uh the sorcerer evil sorcerer man is mm-hmm. trying to basically cheat at mortal Kombat and kill all the all of earth's contestants before the uh tournament even starts mm-hmm. uh that's shane sung soul goal so that that this is why everyone's being hunted down right now so we find out that cole young is in danger right basically uh 
Cole Young drops his family off somewhere to be safe. He goes meets Sonya Blade. Sonya has Kano tied up in a facility somewhere. Yes. And the, we had our ragtag. That, that's our ragtag group of heroes, kind of. Right. Exactly. The the heroes have begun to assemble, and then the threats start getting sent. <laughs> our, uh, so then we're introduced to Reptile in this Reptile, movie. Yeah. Reptile, yeah. It was kind of cool. Yeah, we got to see Reptile's uh, spit, acid spit. We got to see his invisibility. Anyone that died in this movie, I took it with a grain of salt because I know that it's Mortal Kombat. They're all going to come back. Right. Death, at the death end, only opens another portal <laughs> assumption. Yeah, yeah. another portal. In the <laughs> game, you know, we have the necromancer, Quan Chi, who just makes everyone a zombie pretty much. Right. <laughs> You know, there's there's just a ton of avenues that they can go with this. So I wasn't too hurt that freaking reptile got annihilated right away by Kano. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. an actual reptile. Because in the yeah. old Mortal Kombat movie, he had like the green suit, right? And he yeah. kind of. Well, yeah. I, I like it when he's a ninja. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. he's like, yeah, was added on to like the Scorpion Sub Zero, like ninja, ninja. Yeah, the palette. Yeah, yeah, that's where all the. So for those that don't know, back in the 90s, the Mortal Kombat game just had, it had Scorpion and Sub Zero, and they would basically just change out the color they, they they were the same ninja with just a different color palette <laughs> straight <And> up <laughs> they would change the color out and you would be introduced to a new ninja like a new ninja yeah. green, green ninja red, reptile yellow green, scorpion okay. blue sub-zero we got a, an orange red oh yeah exactly we got smoke we got noob side we got, we got smoke all. yeah mm-hmm. so so uh, yeah uh reptile i'm sure he's gonna come back as a ninja in the next movie because he was yeah but uh, it was it was cool uh i uh we saw the our first fatality kind of second fatality of the movie kano rips his heart out and that shit looks straight out of the game kano says kano wins yeah uh, i like that i, I, I like uh, what i was going to mention right uh, before i interrupted myself a couple minutes ago was that before we this review i told john that i have a really soft spot for mortal kombat so this is one of the i think this is the only movie that can get away with those type of things yeah. for me you know? yeah. yeah especially we understand what mortal kombat is it just it really makes sense <laughs> <laughs> that looks straight out of the game though it was it was really cool like it looked like um you know when you win the game and you do a fatality up in the corner there's some space there on camera for for it to say um you know kano wins fatality and it just looked like it was framed perfectly for that like it yeah. was yeah so good we're introduced to that what'd you guys think of kano in this movie oh man Re- really enjoyed kano i'll, I'll let you go first yeah. alex I-, I really enjoy kano he's like a comic relief yeah, kano. no yeah, kano he- is totally the uh the comic relief that he makes you really really like him um he's he's definitely the um uh, wild card you don't yeah, know what he's bitch. gonna do the whole time like you have no <laughs> idea like he'll help you one minute he'll stab you in the back the next minute but that's oh. kind of kano that's his that's his character like that's what yeah. he's supposed to be yeah. and, and, uh, I, I think they did a great job and the actor was great the actor yeah. was yeah. great he was, at he this point it. in like like this movie like i mentioned earlier just so like game accurate like <laughs> if you play mortal kombat 9 the kano from there it's like the kano from this one like you could just uh, they're they really did the characters which is i think what just kept constantly surprising me because usually the only time you get characters done this accurately is like fan films yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like yeah everything I, was straight out of the game it was crazy yeah kano i he was a piece of shit but he was someone <laughs> you who grew on you just because he was funny and he uh mm-hmm. yeah he, I, I think it was very consistent all the way through with with who he is so i, I yeah. liked how he I liked the moves that he did when he eventually yeah. did stab everyone in the back. I'm like, that's Kano, you know what I mean? So, our, like so our heroes, Cole Young, Sonya Blade, and Kano, 
uh, have to find Raiden's temple where they will train for mortal combat. Yep. At this point, they're just kind of going walking around the desert and uh, fucking Liu Kang finds them. Liu <laughs> <laughs> Kang's like, hey, you guys, follow me. <laughs> Literally, that's what happens in the movie. <laughs> well, was, that was a weird part, man. He's like, oh, it was my, I've been tasked to find all the people to like for the mortal combat for the earth realm. But I'm like, motherfucker, you're just hanging out in the desert. Like you yeah. didn't go. It's like you just went for a walk, and you was like, "Oh, hey guys, I was gonna come find you, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go back." <laughs> I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it later. But I'll, yeah, yeah. later on, I'll mention why I think a lot of stuff was cut out of the movie and what I think mm. the original vision for the movie was. But we'll right. get into that a little bit later. Uh, but but yeah, that part was really weird. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> hanging out in the desert, crazy old Luke King. <laughs> Good old Luke. Um, so we we got Luke King. We get back to Raiden's temple. We got uh, we got Jax just laid out on a table, no arms, yeah. knocked the fuck out. Uh, we got Kung Lao introduced, which I thought was really cool. I always love Kung Lao. Kung Lao is like always one of my favorite from the games. Uh, you know, in the in games, movie. he's always the first one to fucking die or get wrecked. It's either right. him or Liu Kang. You know, <laughs> like you can bet your bottom dollar that. <laughs> And that no, and, and if there's a Mortal Kombat appearance in a movie, either Liu Kang or Kung Lao is going to die, like guaranteed. That's funny because Liu Kang was the lead in the last, in like the 90s movie. He was like yeah. the protagonist. Well, like, uh, I don't know if you guys ever played a Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. It's a game that came out, I think it was like an Xbox exclusive, maybe. It came out like in 2003, 2004, maybe. Mm. But that one, uh, the beginning of that game, they just fucking snap Liu Kang's neck. Quan Chi just kills Liu Kang real Chi. quick. <laughs> it's uh Liu Kang and Quan Chi, they team up and uh it's, it's a great game. I love that game. Yeah. It's probably bad now, but it's a good game. <laughs> Fond memories. Fond memories. Yeah, I, I remember uh my dad almost didn't let me play rated M games after that because I fucking almost cried when Liu Kang died at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his neck snapped. I was like like I was about to cry. My dad was like, "See, well, you can't play rated M games. <laughs> it's too much, Gerardo." Yeah, Liu Kang just, oh no. So, <laughs> Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and at this point, we're we're introduced to uh, what 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 did you say they're called? Arcana. Or what are they the called? Arcana. Arcana. Yeah. 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 Which is basically the justification for why human characters can compete in Mortal Kombat and kind of how they get their powers from the from the games, how they get their all their sweet moves from the video games. Right. So, uh, you know, um, we got Liu Kang's Arcana, which is he can do crazy kung fu and shoot fireballs out of his hand, which is right out of the game. Yeah, he was <laughs> ripped. Got, Man, was he ripped? Oh, dude, when he took he was like uh, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan ripped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, have you seen? Have you guys seen Jackie Chan back in the day? Right? Oh yeah, yeah. God, when he worked with Bruce Lee, like those guys were dumb ripped, and this guy, like, he was straight up Bruce Lee ripped. It was it was great. That's what you want out of Liu Kang, you know? Yeah, yeah, bro, straight up. So we got that. We got Kung Lao with his hat. The hat was fucking dope. Yeah. Later on in the movie, some damage. Later on in the movie. We get that straight up fucking fatality out of the game, the buzzsaw one. Oh man, straight out of a fucking video game. That was dope, dude. It was literally, I think, like the same. It's crazy. It was like yeah, the there's same. like side by side comparisons. Uh, oh, you seen the side by side? Yeah, of like the fatalities. Yeah, it's pretty close, right? Yeah, no, it is. Like they literally get saw like a table saw. Yeah, their body. Yeah. As soon as I saw the hat, like on the ground, I was like, oh. <laughs> says flawless victory yeah. <laughs> flawless victory <laughs> yeah he was dope kung lao was dope 
That was dope. So then we get um, yeah, we get everyone trying to get their arcanas. They're they're training, and uh, it's like, ooh, who's gonna get it? Kano gets his first. He gets a laser eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way yeah. he gets his, they're just talking shit. Liu yeah, <laughs> Kang and Kung Lao. <laughs> I like I like that part. That part was pretty cool. Really, I wish we had more character moments like that. You know, yeah. Like, I don't know, like, cause the actors for the most part are are charismatic. You know. Yeah, yeah. I and, think. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I was gonna, that I, moment I was, gonna, was that moment was enjoyable. <laughs> I was gonna mention that about halfway through the movie, I felt like it was it was supposed to be a Sonya Blade movie. Oh yeah, because and if, then they yeah. and then. You know, Warner Brothers are always meddling with the movies. I think they they made them put in Cole Young as a lead, uh-huh. like um, mm. either because I think either because they they didn't want a female led Mortal Kombat movie or because Sonya's white. Uh, <laughs> you know, like they, Warner Brothers is really it, it just felt feels like the movie was supposed to be about Sonya because she doesn't have a, a Mortal Kombat insignia on her right her, right it, we see and, and her her we it feels like all her scenes between her and jacks got cut out it looks like we're supposed to have more of that when we see their pictures from their tour mm-hmm. and it, it feels like that was supposed to have more emotional impact when jacks himself gets his arcana which is his arms mm-hmm. it feels like the movie was supposed to be kind of more centric on you know if it was more centric on sonya it'd also be more centric on jacks and i feel like both of them got so little screen time that a lot probably yeah. left on the cutting room floor yeah and you know at the end of the movie sonya does get her uh arcana and her mortal Kombat insignia when she kills kano um and we don't even see her get her her power on screen which just makes me feel like they cut a lot out and i think this movie would have ran a lot better if it was a sonya movie i think it would have too because there were just moments where throughout the movie i'm like cole is a descendant of scorpion yeah. like we get that so, so let's it. talk about cole's arcana real quick yeah i thought i thought it was i thought you know maybe at, at one point i thought that like he'd be able to he would turn into scorpion or something that'd be his arcana something Me too. Like that. i thought he might turn into the boy yeah yeah like it looked like it was along those lines like then then it's but, then it stopped and he became gets golden weird wrapped black <laughs> I was like, panther. No. yeah it gets like it's like the black panther armor that it takes the <laughs> i was like transforming the scorpion yeah it's like it takes all the power from yeah it takes all the damage and yeah gives it back like tenfold or whatever. All the connection. Yeah. Like that. yeah and it was so lame yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm like it's a golden torso no <laughs> i'm like why is cole the lead and then he takes out gordo with his goro, fucking, goro i'm sorry prince goro <laughs> Who was yeah, a yeah, t- crazy takes Goro. I thought Goro, I think they should have put Baraka in Goro's place. Yeah, yeah that would have been cool. Baraka, especially yeah. Baraka is such a fan favorite. He's a fan favorite and yeah. you, you want him to, he, he gets killed in everything. Right. Because <laughs> no, no one cares. Like they expect him to die and come back the next one. Yeah. So it's like, it's whatever. Yeah. Cole Young is like, was, was created for this movie. Exactly. Like he's not even a character from Mortal Kombat, which is, oh. I found to be really weird. Because there's so many characters, so many. He was, he was yeah. the weakest one, I think, because he doesn't have that his, history. Right. I was just during watching this, I was like, you know, for this being the guy, I feel like so many other these other important characters like Sonya and Jax. I just want to see more of them. I, if yeah, like That's, you said, yeah. Gerardo, if, if it was Sonya Blade's movie, it completely would have made sense. It just yeah, yeah. Or you could you could have even made Cole Young Johnny Cage. That's oh, exactly yeah. what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I would have preferred to see him as Johnny Cage instead of Cole Young. Right, bro. But it, it just yeah, that was not- this whole thing with this movie is it could have went so many routes and it didn't go any. Like mm-hmm. it's trying to go down 
like if you're just and again i feel like we have to judge this on two separate metrics for some reason like the fan service and actual like movie so it's like the fans are gonna like it's a cool action movie but then you have like the actual filmmaking like directing storytelling stuff that is just a fucking mess so it's like because it was like cut yeah Yeah. i feel like I, i don't mind that part yeah except cole young <laughs> right yeah i did like, not enjoy cole young very much and i, I thought like his, a, under, yeah. his economy was very underwhelming i thought he was gonna do some badass shit or because he had the scorpion tool with his i, I don't know i just i thought he was gonna like you said yeah. my turn to scorpion it was kind of so we get so we, you know yeah. we we basically get noise and then we get everyone yeah. fighting one-on-one with someone so like you said we get cole young fighting goro which yep. uh he 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 takes out goro all right I think they're going to bring Goro back in the next movie as Kentaro. I think that they're going to put some tiger DNA in him or something. Kentaro is like Goro, but he's like a, he's a giant forearm tiger that shoots fireballs out. John, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they're going to bring him back as Kentaro because Kentaro, I don't think he's had a big screen appearance. So they're trying to get Goro out the way. I do wish that Goro either was Kentaro or Shiva just because Goro is such an important character in the Mortal Kombat lore. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Very recognizable nope, yeah. character. But they'll probably bring him back as as Kentaro. <laughs> and then we get Sonya Blade fighting Kano. As we said, she ends up killing Kano. Uh that was that was a cool fight, I guess. Yeah. She was clever I mean, with she, her remodeling her house and then fighting him. <laughs> that was a cool little yeah, she she used her brains, you know. And, exactly. Uh, it's realistic. She had a laser and she just had her wits. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Take out that laser and then fight him. Yeah. Then we got what is this face? Uh, we got uh Luke Kane versus Cabal. Yeah, yeah. Cabal Ooh, be talking shit. <laughs> I like Dude, Cabal. Cabal. He was he was I, cool. Cabal was like uh, one of the highlights for me in this movie because I, I fucking love Cabal in the game. Like he's so cool. He's just fast and has the hooks and yeah, a uh, classic. And um, he was great and he was so funny. Usually with the with the cussing like that, you would. It's too much, but it was like perfect for this. I liked character. it with him. He was talking <laughs> shit the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Kano's a real fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're thinking, double that, then double it again, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Kano looked, t- I mean, uh, uh, this? Cabal looked tight, dude. Like, I think yeah. that I'm really excited. Next movie, they're going to put the cyborgs in for sure. So I'm mm. really excited and for so, that. Yeah, look, very uh, similar look. I love it. Yeah. yeah, so we got that. We got, uh, so. Oh yeah, Luke Kang does his fatality on uh, mm-hmm. on uh, Cabal. He does the classic, the dragon that bites half of the half of his body off and then just ends up eating him. That's yeah. a, <laughs> that was a classic. I, I love that one. What does he say? Fatality thing for Luke Kang. Yeah, straight up classic lines. <laughs> I love, and it worked. That was a great fight. We get um, you know, Kung Lao ends up kind of sacrificing himself for uh. What's his face? Cole Young. He jumps out of a Raiden portal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. Um, Shang Tsung steals his soul, which was like I said, straight out the game. Just the yeah. green, the the aura. Yeah. It was the exact color. Everything down to the color of the souls was like it was the exact color that Ermac has when he does souls and everything, you know? Yeah. So cool. Shang Tsung, yeah, he was cool. Yeah, and then we had uh Jax fighting uh who did Jax fight? Was that a General uh I forgot his name. Dude with the big the big hammer. Big hammer. Big, yeah. Big hammer. Yeah. yeah. Is that guy in the game? Yeah, he's in I believe he's in the I don't know which one he's in though. I don't he has to I'm be not in, familiar like, with the like, character. Shaolin monks or something. Like yeah. so, cuz like he just, he's not he's not a big hitter like but which is good because I mean Jax fucking 
does the the classic fatality of punching their head in yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that was dope what what did upset me is that uh jack's fought in the fucking pit and didn't do the stage fatality which is in the the place that they fought that's where you're supposed to uppercut them off of the oh yeah off of the bridge and they go <laughs> right. down to the spikes right oh it's like, yeah, been cool to see. <laughs> yeah that's the i think that was like from the first game that that map the pit i think it's straight up from the first game and it was one oh, of yeah. the first stage fatalities you can do if you uppercut them they just fall all the way down into the spikes and uh, yeah, that was we, a crazy that you need to play just to do that fatality <laughs> <laughs> exactly man i love i love love mortal Kombat so much <laughs> so then um you know we got all this stuff and then we get into the last battle we have sub-zero threatening cole young's family you know you know what it is cole young unleashes releases scorpion out of hell somehow i don't know i don't think the details of that all are- they, yeah all they said was scorpion just said i crawled out of hell to find you yeah right so, so he's been important. in hell he's just been in hell since as the Learned moment he was killed by sub-zero he goes yeah. to hell one of my favorite uh one of my favorite things about the movie is like it's like the game you know where sub-zero is a chinese assassin and uh scorpion is a fucking ninja from japan right because <laughs> they acknowledge the fact the that he movie, can't understand like, it. he's uh, like can't understand what you're saying but i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> it's so great like it's kind of cool to acknowledge that though yeah so th- that that was so cool to me and even the subtitles, like, you know, I saw in the movie theater and it said Japanese, Chinese. Like exactly. It, it, it exactly. didn't just do the subtitles. It told you what language it was. Which, right. Yeah. Thank you. It's, so. it's important, I feel, you know? Yeah, it is. Um, it's very important to their backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. So we get that last Sub-Zero versus Scorpion fight, which was really cool. I th- mm-hmm. I liked how it, was, it looked like it was split up into rounds. Like someone gets knocked out, then they get up again. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we yeah. get some cool stuff in that one, uh, in that fight scene. That yeah, I really, cool. I really like that fight scene. I, I like how he straight up he, in Jap, in Japanese or whatever he just says, "I'm Scorpion now." It's like, yeah, yeah early on, straight up, straight up. Like, that uh, their initial little little throwdown where um, Scorpion first comes back and it's just them two going at it. That was that was dope as fuck. That was what we saw a lot in the trailer. We saw like when the trailer first came out, we saw a lot of this scene. I mean, that that's trailer. all anyone wants to see. It's like, come on. Yeah, I, all yeah. I want to see is give me a whole movie, just Scorpion versus Sub Zero. Straight up. And I'm glad they made it really about that. They kind of built it up. Even from the opening fucking yeah. opening logo, it turned from like Scorpion and then it froze when it like brought in the New Line Cinema part. So it was mm-hmm. just showing that rivalry and building that up the entire movie. The last fight was was pretty cool. Yeah, or Sub Zero ends up getting fucked up. I'm like, I feel like Sub Zero could have put up more of a fight, but I felt like it was, I don't know. It was just eventually. I think he did. He did. Well, I feel like right? he's yeah. fighting Scorpion and Cole Young pretty much. And yeah. Like kind of yeah. fucking both yeah. I saw a few things I thought I liked about uh, that, that fight was uh, we got to see uh, Sub Zero's ice clone. <laughs> really? Oh, right. Yeah. That was dope. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. The clone of himself. We got to see him do the ice wall that he always does. He does an ice wall and just throws him through it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That was dope. Yeah. Cool was, parts. Yeah. So then we see Cole Young, like you said, like they kind of double team sub-zero whatever you know it's cool scorpion kills sub-zero with his uh classic takes off the mask and shoots fire out of his mouth and they reference how in the game you know it's just straight up a skull like he's just a skeleton yeah Um, yeah Yeah. it's kind of cool that his mouth starts turning into like he looks like a skeleton in this like right right you know it's actually burning his mouth that was cool so we get sub-zero's death uh, which is cool because that sets up in the Mortal Kombat lore. Uh, this Sub Zero ends up being Noob Cybot, and 
He takes off mm-hmm. his armor at one point, his blue armor, and he's just wearing all black. And Noob Saibot yeah. is an all black ninja. He wears yeah. all black. So um, I thought that was a cool little nod to that. I wonder like, if they're going to just make Shane Soon be the sorcerer or they're actually going to bring in Quan Chi to, to rise him up again to be to be Noob Saibot. I think they're going to bring in Quan Chi because I don't think we've seen Quan Chi in a movie, right? Yeah, because Quan Chi actually is the one who also raises Scorpion yeah. in, the, in the lore. So it's, yeah. that that was kind of like my thing is I wish Scorpion was in it more. Like yeah. he just, he kind of, he's in the beginning and that's great. And in the end, that's great. But like the, the whole center part where he's just kind of like exactly wow, flashes and he's yeah. just like, oh, where's Scorpion? Exactly. And I think that they're going to take that criticism from this movie and then do it. I think in the next movie, we're going to see a little bit more of him. He says, yeah. don't fuck up my bloodline to, <laughs> to Cole Young. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, like you're saying, I don't know how much they cut out. You know, I don't know how much how much stuff was cut out because clearly, I mean, to me, that's why I feel like the story was a little not there's, there could have been more building and like yes. more character moments for sure. Um, but a lot of stuff was cut out because the movie was um, like uh, an hour and 40 minutes or something, an hour and 50. But yeah. for but for so, so many characters, that's really short. It it's is very, very short. Yeah. And there's there's just too much to build. Like, you know, Luke Kane, like they, they don't come into almost like half the movies over. Like, it's pretty crazy. No, yeah, I feel that. And they were, I mean, they were just, it looked like they were trying to push Cole. If they didn't try to push Cole Young so much, mm-hmm. you know, like it, I think, yeah, everyone would have that. It would have been a way better ride. Yeah. The payoff but wasn't worth it with Cole. For the most part, you know, we got, yeah, you know, I think, I think it was a, a pr- pretty fun movie though. I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed a lot of the references to everything and um, I'm excited for the, the future of the franchise. Nice. You know, there's, there's just so many places they can go with it. Because mm-hmm. we also don't see Scorpion come back, so maybe maybe Quan Chi mm-hmm. kind of is maybe in. It. I I think they can retcon a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also like wondering if they're just going to combine him with Shane soon because they're like he's the evil sorcerer or like yeah. whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to do that or actually bring in Quan Chi. I know because Shane Sung originally, because Quan Chi wasn't introduced until like I think like the third game mm-hmm. I think, and so Shane Sung was like the evil sorcerer up until that point. Uh I mean, they're both sorcerers just in different ways, I guess. <laughs> I, I, well, Quan Chi's a necromancer. I think that's his right. whole thing. And then Shang Tsung is like a sorcerer, like a soul stealer. Mm. I think that's their whole thing. It's their so, niche. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know. I just really want to see Quan Chi because his look is so cool. You know, he's just like that all white with the red and the black, uh, the black around the red eyes. It's, yeah. it's just a really, I think it just, it would look so cool in live action, just seeing like the really bright white on camera, you know, like yeah. evil, scary sorcerer guy. I do appreciate though, that, um, you know, like there is a lot of, uh, there is a lot of diversity in the cast at least, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Absolutely. They did a good job with that for sure. Mm-hmm. I also think there's just a lot of diversity in the game. Yeah, yeah, that game. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I like about the game so much. Like, oh my god, there was like a little reference to Nightwolf in this movie, which was right. Yeah, very brief. Yeah, I like that. That was cool. Because one of the, and see, that's the thing about Mortal Kombat. Like, it 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 rides that line. It could be offensive, but it (laughs) Nightwolf is just so badass that like he can't be offensive because he's cool. Like they don't make it a a thing where like, and I think they put a lot of research into their shit, too. <laughs> yeah, and they can make him very cool these days to where it'd be tasteful and dope and satisfying mm-hmm. to fans. And I think and I think that they can bring Nightwolf back. It looks like he was part of an older Mortal Kombat tournament where they lost because they said they lost nine times in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It uh, looks like Nightwolf was one of the champions that lost. And if we do get a Quan Chi or, like you said, Shang Tsung ends up being an necromancer, we, it looks like we're going to get 
a lot of past characters in the next movie, which I think would be mm-hmm. really cool because they, you know, any they can bring anyone back. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Raiden, oh, yeah. Raiden, Raiden stayed pretty neutral throughout this. It seemed ah, that's like. Raiden though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Raiden. yeah, I wasn't sure. I didn't. I wasn't ex- expecting, or I didn't know that it was going to be more of a a world building uh, type movie too. Yeah, I, I was just waiting for that tournament to start, dude. It's just, oh. The whole yeah, time, they, yeah, they start fighting like on Earth, like they're yeah. one-on-ones, and I was like, "No, I want the tournament." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the that's, entire movie like, were waiting uh, for a tournament. Yeah, but now you just though. like you just gotta wait till the next one. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. It makes people hungry for the next one. Yeah, like you said, because technically they didn't lose the the um, Outworld. Technically didn't lose because that wasn't the tournament. So yeah, they were just cheating. Yeah, they right. were just cheating. They were violating masters. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Shang Tsung. Right. Is just, yeah. I like the actor for Shang Tsung, but man, oh, yeah, the original guy, Knight. the original just Shang Tsung yeah. is just so fucking great. Oh, the he's original Shang Tsung is. Villain. He looks like a fucking. Yo, oh, yeah. He does the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a good one, John. <laughs> oh my god, he gave me nightmares. No, I was yeah. I was <laughs> ah, don't, don't take my soul. <laughs> All right, guys. Out of um mm-hmm. out of five scorpion spears <laughs> called kunai's, I think. <laughs> out of five yeah. kunai's, what do you give this movie? I'm uh I'm I'm going with a solid three because I enjoyed the action. I just I didn't enjoy Cole Young very much. And I wasn't crazy about Sonya Blades acting, but um, I loved watching this. I'd watch it again. I love the action. I think it's accurate with Mortal Kombat 3 for me. Yeah, I think if you're looking at it for what it is, uh, the video game movie, uh, I go I go 3 too, 3 out of 5 uh, with John. Uh, I don't know if I'd watch it again. Maybe if there's more world building. But for me, the the saviors were Hiroyuki Sanada and Joe Taslam, who are Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. and so like mm-hmm. huge huge fan of, of joe taslam uh, who played sub-zero you're probably nice. hearing my kid screaming uh, but uh <laughs> then um but yeah so like just for it looks them, like honestly, dude every time they did a zoom yeah. in like, his face and eyes in the mask i was like damn that's fucking sub-zero yeah now, that dude's fucking he's amazing um not as a martial artist but he's a great actor too mm-hmm. but um yeah so for them just for them it's it's three out of five honestly yeah, yeah. i want to i want to make a quick note real quick dude i just thought of like what if they make like Ray Park, Johnny Cage. Oh, that'd be dope. Oh, right. So Ray, dope. Ray Park is Darth Maul. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. the boy. <laughs> that guy is, he does yeah. stunts. Darth Maul, Snake Eyes. Yeah, uh-huh. man. Uh, yeah, I just that, that that just popped into my head. I was like, who should be Johnny Cage? I'm like, ooh, you know. <laughs> I watched Ray a video Park, of him with, just, without. It was like a video. It was. It was, the video was based on villains who are really nice without makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was him. No, he's super Ray cool. Park I, is so yeah. nice, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I met him briefly at a um the fan uh like it was WonderCon. I met him oh, at WonderCon. Sick. Oh, that's dope. Um, so he was yeah, super nice dude. Seems like a humble um, guy. Super humble. And he's I was yeah. really mad that they don't give him more. That he doesn't get more. He's like one of those guys who's like, fuck man, but you need you need more. Oh my god. Kind of like uh, dude, he's Scott. fucking Darth Maul. Like it's so yeah. like, like couldn't take yeah. my eyes off of him when I was yeah. a kid watching. Yeah, I'd say him, him, or even like possibly even Scott Atkins. Mm. Uh, playing uh, Johnny mm. Cage, yeah, they're they're they Johnny might, they Cage might be too old though. I don't, I'm not sure what age the range they're going for. Yeah, Johnny Cage. Maybe he's washed up, or maybe he's younger. Oh right? yeah. yeah. Well, he had to be around Sonya's age, I think. Because right, oh, it looks like interest. in the games at least they're really pushing Cassie Cage. Mm. So I could see the movies headed in that direction. Yeah, I mean, at the end they gave you that that Easter egg, right? 
Yeah, with Johnny. So he's Cage. going to find him. Yeah. 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 Hollywood. I was like, oh, Hollywood. Johnny Cage. So I can give it a my review uh, out of five scorpion spears. Mm-hmm. I get a four. Oh, <laughs> someone's a Mortal Kombat fanboy. Yeah, I just like, I like Mortal Kombat too much, bro. I remember when I- this is what I was saying though is I feel like the fans of Mortal Kombat will love this movie because there is there is a lot of fan service in here, yeah. rightfully so, because yeah. they haven't been doing it right. See, that's the thing. I'm not usually a big fan of fan service. Like, really, I didn't like. I didn't like uh, the end of the Mandalorian because it was like like the second half of the Mandalorian season two. I liked some of the aspects, but it felt so fan servicey to like an mm. extreme. It was yeah. just so extreme the fan service in that. It, it, right, right. It too. I feel like this one was just accurate as a but as opposed this to pandering. This movie you know? was like, this movie was like, look, if you don't know about Mortal Kombat, we don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> well, exactly. I guess that's what I mean by fan service is like yeah. they just they stuck to the game and if you don't know the lore, go look it up pretty yeah. much. And enough oh, yeah. I feel like this generation at least enough people everyone's played Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like it's you know like it's Right. Well 11 just dropped. So it's yeah. like 2 years ago. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. And people that even people that just casually play video games, they played Mortal Kombat. Everyone knows fatalities. Everyone it's Classic, man. You know, it's like so Yeah. I feel it's cool that we got into the point where people do that so they can all go watch the movie and and i uh you know i sincerely hope we get a second one just because i hell yeah man combat it seems like well you saw around tomatoes right the the fan i always think it's interesting when the fan rating is so much higher than the critic rating yeah and the mm-hmm. fan rating is like 88 or 89 and the critics is like 55 mm-hmm. but it's like the fans are the one who are ones who are, who are paying for it Absolutely. So it's yeah. like they're the ones who are going to make it be made or not yeah, and this is that thing that like um you know Martin Scorsese you know when he said that this movie's like a theme park ride like the yeah Marvel, exactly you know I don't think he meant to be offensive when he said that the movies aren't no. cinema like literally it is a different experience like you said you know that's that's why it's graded on a different metric for me because it is a different experience this is like a theme park ride it's not I'm not gonna grade it from a cinema perspective like I did No Land or Sound of uh, Metal you know what I mean well that's yeah. why I was kind of like I have to like stop because that's not what this movie is yeah like that's kind of what i was saying like on two different metrics it's just like i can't you can't you can even pick at it all day but at the end if the fans enjoy it they enjoy it right yeah right and yeah. It, yeah it looks like an, enough loving care was put into the mm-hmm. some of the right aspects in this which is absolutely great. yeah the way even sub-zero used his powers was so dope it just i really oh. enjoyed it there are points Dude, I was like, damn, this is dope. This Luke is Luke King's bicycle kick. I, yeah. I was like, one of the highlights. He does the bicycle kick where he's just in the air. Yeah, dope as fuck, bro. Well, yeah. you guys remember the trip too? He did the trip on Kano. Oh, you know, yeah. That, that annoying did. ass trip that people would use in the game. Yeah. Sweet <laughs> kick. And then Jay, when Kano jumped and then he yeah. got him with the sweet He like, waited. <laughs> It's so classic. I was like, oh, I was like, I remember that. I was like, That's he was nice. smooth with it too. Like it looked like the game. He did it. This, that was a good spin kick. But yeah, man, I loved, I loved this movie, and it was a, it was a good time. Yeah. Any, uh, any closing thoughts? Um, for Mortal Kombat, no, no closing thoughts for me, man. I enjoyed it. I would watch it again, and I can't wait for the at next. least the fight scenes. Yeah, I would say if you want to see a cool like action movie, video game movie, definitely like check it out but yeah i mean you just gotta look at it for what it is yeah this one is like a little you know it's as a video game movie everything it's stronger than the resident evil movies yeah. you know it's like yeah which is which is which should always be the goal <laughs> right exactly exactly but yeah solid solid review hell yeah 
anything and awesome. it, that's that's essentially the show yeah it's the gentlemen. show man <laughs> so it's really really good uh really good doing the show with you alex it was really yeah, fun for sure thanks for having me again guys oh bro yeah. thank you for Appreciate pulling it. up hell yeah any any projects or any things that we need to keep an eye on or uh, uh well i've been actually actually we have uh shay uh, vanderport was on here uh, the first time who directed Thorbucks. Yeah, yeah. He directed his first episode of TV, uh, first two episodes of this show called First Wives Club. It's on nice. BT Plus. Oh shit. I was luckily enough to B-plus? be in one of the episodes. And so that's coming out this summer. We don't have a date, but it's gonna be this nice. summer on BET Plus. Hell um, yeah, my boy. They gotta BET have like uh like at least a black entertainment trial. television, the classic yeah. oh yeah. nice. Yeah it's, it's uh, first like, wives uh... yeah first wives club the movie they made that into a series. So it's it's on its second season. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And then is, is BET Plus like a subscription thing, or is that like? A- yeah, it's it's online. I think it's a sub. I'm sure they got a free trial though. Mm-hmm. So just okay. just just save it till till the summer. Oh hell yeah, bro! Well, <laughs> let it let it let that. it all build up so you can binge. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll post I'll post about it again when it, when it comes up. Uh, so shout out to Shay. Congratulations to him too. Yes, yeah. Just look out for that. Cool man. Much love to Shay. I can't wait to have Shay back on here. A really good dude. And yeah, congrats to you too, Alex. So listeners, yeah, tap in and follow the boy. The boy is on on social media, Alex Benjamin. And uh, hopefully we will. Benjamin. (laughs) And hopefully many more episodes you'll be able to to join us, my brother. So again, thank you very much. And listeners, tap in for weekly episodes. Follow us on social media, the cast of color. And that's, that's the show. So we're signing Get off your vaccine, here. Wear a mask. Yeah, bro. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. All right, the cast of color. We are signing off. Peace. Peace.